Hi. Oh, hi. Welcome to the Ghostman Radio Station. And tonight, my guest is Chad Levine. Is that right? The wine. The wine. close. Not far yep. He says his mission on Earth is his time around. He's probably been here before. He's to protect yeah. the vulnerable and lead an effort to heal mainstream and mass media. The majority of music being produced today for youth is not a bit tasteless and toxic. Obviously, he's got other messages he can tell me a little bit about. So, Chad, tell me a little bit about your message and what you like to promote on your wonderful site. I think it's a wonderful, important message to, for people to know about. Thank you. Yeah, so there's a... In the past several decades, music has become more of a... You know, it, it lost the... We lost the sanctity and sacredness of music. We lost... Um, Am I supposed to be seeing you? <laughs> You're yeah. the camera. Does it, does it, are we, is it, does the video matter? No, I don't have to have the video. I can just have audio. That's fine. I just like to see your face. That's all right. I've got audio. Um, That's fine. Yeah. So I, I grew up, I grew up listening. I mean, and uh, just listening to music, but like listening it carefully and critically. And then as time has gone on, there's just been more and more, less and less care for what is going into the songs and especially in the last several years we just have dangerous almost it's dangerous now the, the stuff that's in coming out of out of the industry the at the top level the the, the messages that are being sent to their kids are 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 dangerous like there's not nearly as much positivity now that's such a, a loaded word but Everything's about superficial stuff, drugs, sex, alcohol. Now, there's a place for that, but it's everywhere. It's glamorized, and, and the kids think that that's, that's the goal in life. And it's not because, well, lots of people are dying from it as well, which is what we can talk about a little bit later. That's just one thing. There's, there's the lack of integrity in the higher levels of the music industry, and that's upsetting, and that's... I've been, tr- I've been kind of like, I've always had a mission in my, and a message in my music, but I haven't been able to package it the way that I have this time around. And I only launched this brand the last couple of months, so it's brand new. But I've been doing music for like 15 years, always with a positive intention. But now I really feel like there's a, it's, there's a, there's a problem. It's not just like me trying to like spread positivity and like law of attraction and like self-help stuff. It's like... I'm raising an alarm that if we don't change something, we're going to be in trouble, society. Society is already in trouble. Like, we're in the beginning of the downfall of Rome time again. And entertainment is a huge influence on how society works. Art is a, is a massive influence on how society progresses. And the art that's out there is not progressing society. It's bringing us down. I quite agree. There's some music out there that I find completely depressing. <laughs> And it's the sort of music I, I shouldn't say I'm not say this, but you feel like hanging hanging a rope by or slitting your throat by. Right. I mean, there is a place to feel sad, but it's it's like the glamorization of it, the lack of, of monitoring of it, is where we get it gets a little sticky. And what what inspired you first to become a musician? Because obviously, 
Did you wake up one day saying, oh, I can write some lyrics, I can sing a bit? I mean, I've known since I was five years old. Uh, like, I think most, most for real artists in whatever art that you are doing, now art, I feel like mathematicians can be artists. I feel like scientists are artists. I feel like you're born that way. You know it from birth. You can learn how to do things, obviously to improve your artistry or your skill, but you know from birth if you're if what you're attracted to, what your what your calling is, you know. And if like if your society or family allows you to pursue that, great. But a lot of the world doesn't allow you to do that. And I mean, I guess I've thought about this over many years that I'm really there's a reason that I was born into America this time because I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing in half of the world. Half of the world wouldn't allow me to be speaking how I'm speaking, um, especially in like places like the Middle East and parts of Africa and parts of Asia. Those are the parts that need this the most. I mean, the, the, this is my message is way more than just music. I'm you starting there, but it's really just about society and how screwed up it is and dangerous it is. And the media doesn't show, it just shows that it's like all messed up. It doesn't show that we can change it. That's, I have a big, big problem with, with like, it is what it is. I do, I've learned a lot lately that there's darkness in the world. That's something that, that it, just, it is there and we need, you can't have the light without the dark, but I feel like the darkness is overrun. We need to go bring balance back. Well, I, I quite agree. I think a lot of it, obviously, as you know, yourself from living in America is to do with the pandemic. I think we came into this lot of we became so self-aware of ourselves, and now we become super cautious about everything, which is understandable in one way, but in another way, it makes us afraid to do anything. Yeah, or anything out of line, perceived out of line, right? I want to be cool, I want to fit in, I don't want to be, I don't want to draw attention to myself, I don't want to be shunned. I've been shunned my whole life in certain ways, so, and then I just recently, like, don't care. Because people want this. I think people like you, like I'm, I'm, I'm realizing that people want it, and as much as they want it, no one knows where to get it. No one knows what to do. So I'm just, I'm starting to just scream it. Well, that's what you got to do. You've got to promote yourself, because if you don't, even if you get one person that comes and goes, oh, I really like Chad, I'm going to go listen to his stuff tomorrow, I'm going to go watch his stuff on YouTube. There's one more person that you never had before. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. Oh, this is one by one, for sure. At this level, this is one by one. So I appreciate you having me on. I, I appreciate, the, the, as I say, I appreciate when you was on, it was a song of something to do with drugs. I think it, it was on, on your site. I think it was about drugs. Well, I have a song coming out about that, but I do have, yeah, is, is it the video on my homepage? Dark yeah, Night? yeah. Yeah, so that's a live version. And yes, it's about addiction. It's about drugs. And that's, that's my platform. That's my first platform, right? Um, for this whole pop for good, pop for good slogan. Yes, drugs are a huge problem. They've always been a huge problem, but they become like, we've become numb to them in the industry. I mean, it's always been there. And I, I, I realize that more and more that it's always been there, but it's been behind the scenes. And with all these, with the rise of SoundCloud rap and trap rap and, all that toxic stuff, drugs have become cooler than cool. Drugs have become expected. Drugs have become glamorized is like the best way to say it. Uh, more than ever. 
and we got people dying all the time. We got people living in extreme mental illness and leading to suicide or overdose way more often than it needs to be. And the people that surround these artists help push, don't don't help. They help the addiction continue. It's for their benefit, really, because the more the trouble is, the more famous you get, the more yes men you get. And the more yeah. surrounded you are with yes men, the more worse you get. I mean, you've only got to look at Elvis, Prince, Jack, Michael Jackson. It was always surrounded by people who went, were willing to say no. And I think sometimes you right. just need, you need someone to say, no, don't do that. You're being a bit of a twat. <laughs> yeah, and or like, hey, do you need some help? Like, let's talk privately off the air about your person. You're, you're still a person. I think that's what the, the mass public doesn't get, that celebrities are still people. They are still human beings with hearts and souls, and although a lot of celebrities lose their heart and soul in, in through getting famous, because there's no one around them to ground them and keep them in reality, then that... that I lost my thought, but... Uh, okay, wait, I lost my thought, so go ahead. No, no, that's all right. I, I, yeah, I, I, I agree completely. Of course, there's all, also his images on the line as well. Chubbies, we've shown this... Like, if you're a man, you see these bodybuilding things, uh, or people with muscles and that. But you don't, you've got to realise, some of that is steroids. Some of that is the cult at the perfect time when they've reached the peak, you know, they've worked out, worked out and looked... Like they don't look like that twenty four seven. That's a load of bunkum. That's complete bunkum. Even even the bodybuilders you see on the telly that enter the Mister Mister Universe, they're only like that for like a cup a couple hours, if that, because they cannot retain that body shape forever. It wouldn't it wouldn't sustain. What's that word you use? Bunkum. But bunkum. bunkum. I, I'm trying to think of a word that isn't a square word. <laughs> Could be very careful because you YouTube YouTube don't like swear words, so you got to use alternative right. words. <laughs> right, I understand. But uh, I, I'm with you. I think I think that you like you say that. I find that if if you're going to write something, I think you should write it from the heart. And if you're going to offend someone, you're going to offend someone. It's, it just can't. That's why I get annoyed with when people get annoyed with ancient old texts. You know, like old books. All right, some words like the N word probably would be offensive. I'm not saying you should say every word, but it was back then. It was considered okay to do that. I mean, I'm not going to defend that, but 30 years from now, we cannot say that what we're talking about now. People are going to go, God, how did they get away with that? You're saying like, don't throw out the quad, like the, at least the value of it, just because of the time that it was in yeah you know what I mean yeah I agree and I agree that the offending people is I'm gonna offend a hell of a lot of people uh, not necessarily specific groups but I'm going to piss off the industry I'm going to piss off artists I'm going to make a lot of enemies and I have to be prepared for that but also someone needs to stand up for that and I feel like there's enough support there will be more support than hate for what I'm doing and then there's like there's dozens, if not hundreds, of other people like me that are just waiting to do the same thing. And I, I know that. I can't do this by myself. I'm just trying to spark something. Well, yeah, if you get one artist who 
more or less goes the same line as you do. Fine, it's that's good, isn't it? I always think if you it you can't you can uh, you can be famous for being famous, or you can work the hard way up to be famous. I rather work the hard way up personally. Mhm. Are you working on something? <laughs> no, no. I I just I just I just myself. I just produce lots of stuff, and I do lots of podcasting and and writing and cartoons and you name it. I've probably done it. I think that's another thing too. The famous just for being famous is a part of the toxicity in in media and society. That when did that start? I mean, it started with the Kardashians. It started with not there was things before it I can't think of, but it started with reality TV. It started with. I don't know, game shows in the 70s. I don't even know exactly, but it started somewhere, and now it's just, like, the norm. And the amount of artists that get label deals just for being famous is a problem, because this it's just money, and you know this, but it's just for the money, because the people with the followings on social media, whether or not they're talented or not, sell. Well, exactly, they've got the spot. They've got heavy sponsorship, and you can't compete with sponsorship. Right. I mean, you you, can, you gotta play scrappy. You gotta, you gotta do it differently. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you want. It's a double-edged sword. Of course, you want to be liked or someone to like your stuff at least. But I think the trouble is, it's like any band or anything. The months you get too beyond what you were. And you lose that essence of, like, say, take Metallica, just for argument's sake. Take Metallica. Only Metallica, raw, in your face, brilliant. Late Metallica, mm, not so good because they got older. They don't care so much. They just produce something. That's okay. I mean, people are going to disagree with that bit, but, you know. Right. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. They, they, for whatever, I don't know. I think I've probably listened to like an hour total of Metallica in my life. <laughs> but I get it. You're right. And I think that's what happens to all all bands to keep that essence that they had, that raw essence, is so hard to keep it. I know you're going to lose a little bit of it. Of course you are over time. But I think to keep a little well, bit is so better than I nothing. Think- I would agree that, I would say that an advantage that I have is that, well, let's break it down. If you're on a label, you're going to put their needs before your artistry needs. So that's part of what happens, right? The artistry gets watered down, it gets segmented out, it gets compartmentalized, it gets edited by the business, which which happens all the time uh, at, at that level. Which is also like a problem that I have, but but that's what we're trying to change. I think that also that used to not be the case. Uh, I mean, I, I feel like there's lots of artists that do that did. I mean, maybe Queen's an okay example. Maybe like I don't know Simon and Garfunkel. Like some of those people who had runs of like 10, 20, 25 years of really good successful music and then kind of stopped because it was a healthy stop. But I I I feel like you can have the rawness forever but that in itself is a skill knowing how to maintain that raw spark it's really to me it's just a a, a complete 
connection to your higher self. It's a complete connection to whatever you want to call God, universe, source. It's, it's knowing how to tap back into that from what, however old you are, however whatever you've been through, it's always there. So if the success definitely can blind you or the business side can blind people and hold them back from that. That's, that's, I believe it can happen, but it's extremely rare to maintain that. Do you think or hope that by people listening to your music or reading or lyrics, they might be sparked to improve themselves as a pe- person? Oh, 100%. That was my, that was, that is my actual, like, underlying constant. My first album, which was 2000, in 2011, had that from the get-go. I, every, I, I just... I didn't make music from a an industry standpoint. I I started making music seriously when I was 18, when I was like 19, which was like 2009. I decided that I could do it because um, I wanted to do it my whole life, but I thought that my life my like boat sailed when I was like 18. But that's not true. I found out. And I always wrote from the heart. I was very much spiritual. Um, I was I was agnostic for most of my life. <clears throat> I was raised from a Jewish father and a, and a spiritual Christian mother. Not Christian hardcore, but, you know. Which kind of gave me... If you're raised by two different religions, need, they cancel each other out. Because <laughs> you're like, well then, which one's real? Or neither of them are real. Or they're both real. Uh, so I just was like, there's something spiritual about this earth. And I had that at a young age, and I've 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 done I've studied I have a like a doctorate in spirituality if it existed in in uh, the human condition in in how we are existing, and I'm learning every day more. But that has always been in my music, and it's always been from the perspective of helping the listener. It's 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 never been about me making a record to get played it's been like how do I make something and that that I want to make and help people and then to get it played uh, yeah self self improvement uh, motivation inspiration freedom was an old tagline that I had no I know I asked this but I don't know if it's possible if you don't mind would you mind giving us a sample of something that you've done I mean I can I just have to figure out how to how to, I, I can sing like, okay, I can actually, I'll sing a little clip of a song that I love to sing to myself. I can sing a cappella. It's a song called, I thought, about, um, Ain't About Me. It's a song I wrote a couple years ago when I realized it's more about the listener and the fans than it is me. Now, I because def- I definitely had ego most of my life. Um, I kind of dropped that the past several years. Even though I was writing self-improvement, self-inspiring like, songs for people, it was still about me and my career on the inside. So I wrote this song to remind myself that it's about that. I thought it was about me And making money I thought I was king No one above me They told me they left me And they cheered that all went to my head of fear Now when I look in the mirror I see That it ain't about me, whoa Ain't about me, no It's 
Saba, yo. Finally see that it ain't about me. Yeah, I thought it was about me. Thought that I was meant to be. Every night spotlight. It's what I thought, alright. They told me they love me, and they yell. Half away under the spell. Now the reflection in the swell I see. That it ain't about me, well, ain't about me, no, it's about you. I finally see that it ain't about me, well, ain't about me, no, it's about you. Remember the tune, cause it's all about you. I gave up the world. Gave up all of my pearl. I gave up material. Oh, it's all for the best. Yeah, it's all for the best. Now that I see that it ain't about me, whoa, ain't about me, no. It's about you. Finally see that it ain't about me, whoa, ain't about me, no, it's about you. Remember the tune, cause it's all about you. Thank you very much. I know how hard it is to sing this time in the morning where you are. And you haven't sort of done a proper warm up. Anyway, that's very good. I, I I just like to pick because unfortunately I cannot actually put a video of you singing on the or without you know it's difficult because you know what I mean you ask a person and say I want the music and they go the the record company say no sorry even though the artist gave you permission to have this song we cannot allow oh. this. Oh, right, right, you too, on YouTube? Yeah. Yeah, the, the, the claiming and stuff. Yep, I understand. That's okay, thank you for the opportunity. I've never, I think I sang that song once at one open mic, uh, and I really love that song. And it's not produced, it's nothing around that song, it's just that. So maybe that's something that I can do, like acapella, that could be my acapella song. Yeah, I think it's, I, I enjoyed it, I mean, that's the main thing. I mean, you're all into one, you pleased. <laughs> yep, thank you. Now, obviously... Yeah, I had to get, I had to get over... For as 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 an artist upcoming, when you don't have people coming to shows, it's very discouraging, and you're like, you don't want to give your all. But I've gotten it took me 15, 10, 15 years to get over that. But whoever's listening, right? If it hits one person, right, it's okay, and it matters. And it's taking it back to like, why do I do this? I really do it for myself first. Like, that's the reason that artists create, because we got so much crap going on in our heads, in our minds, in our hearts, whatever. Just doing it is sending out signals to the universe. It's sending out signals to God. It's a prayer. Sound waves are real things. They're out there and affecting things. So that I just sang that, and now it's out there. So, and that's the beauty of recorded music and the internet. So I just sang it to you and whoever's listening, but you never know how far that could go at this, sta- at this stage in technology. Well, no, it's a positive thing as well, isn't it? You, 
he gave a positive positive message out at the end of the day yes yes and that's the most important thing Chad. and have you got any more things in future project i know you do obviously you may do gigs as we call them you know like bars or clubs or whatever obviously that's all in the states but hey you never know well perhaps you could do a uh, an online thing for the UK one day. I mean, I had every intention of touring the world. Like, that's where this is going. I'm going to be... Now that I have this whole... I've, I've packaged myself. I've brought the quality of the music up to the level that it needs to be. I know what I'm doing. I have an image. There's no going back. It's only going up. So I will be in your town. <laughs> you will be able to see me in the next couple of years. Um, but I do have a show coming up in my hometown of Lansdale in 10 days, January 14th. I don't know if this will be broadcast by then, but that's okay. Uh, but I have a song coming out February 15th or around there, the song Dark Nights. That's the biggest thing I'm pushing right now. No, uh, um, where can we find that song? Well, that will be out everywhere February 15th or around, depending on what my PR person says. Um, but you can find all... Tons of songs on Spotify and anywhere else. Anywhere you listen to music, I've got like I don't know, eighty or ninety songs up there, ranging in var- ranging in quality of production. But a lot of some people, you know, just like to see an artist progress. So I've got my very very first single, "Life Is a Ride," in two thousand eleven, on there, and I've got my latest single, 35, which is from May of this year, June of this year, uh, on there. So you can go explore. My my life, my musical career is just is like documented online. Well, that's a good thing though because you can always go back to your original co- recording and do a re-recording, and you can do yeah. the original recording next to the re-recording, uh, and then the people can th- think, oh wow, what a difference, you know? Yeah, I, I think I'm calling it RRR. It's like re-recorded, remixed, remastered. That's good. That's like that. That's a good title. I, I've thought about that my whole adult life, like, all these songs, just because they're not radio quality, many, most of them, there's still value, and I can always come back, like you said, so there, I might, I'm gonna pull from, like, every album that I have, I, uh, I have, like, one or two, like, really great songs from them, from that era of my life, and I'm probably gonna pull one or two, one song from each album from, like, my next, my first real commercial album and what if you was to describe yourself musically where in like you know like people try to generalize what gender you would be what gender would you describe yourself as or don't you prefer that do you prefer to be genre or gender gender genre genre i can never remember and all that um, that's not my main thing but that is an underlying thing um, but genre wise I'm just pop for good because I've tried to say I'm hip hop but then people think you're rap I try, I'm not rap even though I do rap I'm not pop because then I'm, they, they think I'm Britney Spears I'm not alternative because then they think I'm then they think I'm grunge like yeah you can't win can you that's what I mean they, yeah you can't you can't yeah, win I say I'm electronic then they think I'm dead mouse like they, I say I'm EDM then they think I'm chain smokers I just now, and it took me a long time, but it's like, I pop for good. 
I like that. I like that because I call or what you call you call yourself pop for good. I call my podcast popcorn for the brain because it's like take take a piece. You might like it, then you have another piece. it comes up <laughs> yeah that's great it's so it's it's, it's just tickled me i also i'm a, I know, i'm an seo search engine optimization professional so i've google is fascinating to me and i've i've built my website to, to like work for that so it's going to be funny to see what i start popping up for on google yes it's, it's as you know coming up with the right phrase or the right word it's coming harder and harder because ai as you know will pick out the most pop popular word going on the planet so if you say bananas it will come in like thousands of things will come up to do with bananas you know yeah you know, or if you mention uh, I don't know Nixon it might come up one picture of Nixon yeah it, 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 it's all, all all algorithms are, are catered for the person like Facebook sees you look at a poster of a cowboy film and then it's only saying, oh, Mark likes cowboy films. That's sending him a load of cowboy stuff. Yes. That, I, could, I could have a whole conversation about that, too. <laughs> That's for another day. But I've definitely got my sights on AI and algorithms. I'm fighting the Spotify algorithm. Like, I'm trying. That's the biggest algorithm I'm trying to win right now is the Spotify algorithm. That's, that's, oh, that's yeah, it's a nightmare, mate. I do, I do, I do, I put sometimes my stuff on Anchor FM, and if you do a music, if you do a music bit, you have to do a talking bit, because they're only, it's got to be 20% music, if you do like a music show, you've got to do 20% music and 80% talking, which is a bit hard if you want to do a music show, and obviously... Doing a music show, you can't do it on YouTube because you've got the rights to worry about if you haven't got the rights to the song. And sometimes the song that says it's public domain isn't public domain, which is a pain in the posterior. Focus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, I mean, I, don't, I know people got the rights to the song, and I quite agree you should have rights to the song, but if it's public domain, I think you've got every right to do what you like with it. Look at Bambi. And they made a remake of the horror film of it. And it came as a success. Oh, no! Oh, God! That's scary. Yeah, you have to see it to believe it. I, I think I'll have nightmares if I see that. Well, uh, Chad, do, please mention anywhere people can find your website or look you up or anything you want to promote. Please do it. Sure, so you can find me at chadlewine.com, which is C-H-A-D-L-E-W-I-N-E.com. That's the same name on every social media account, every platform. Just search Chad Lewine. I'll come up. I think I'm the only one in the world. might be one or two more on Facebook, but I don't think so. And... uh, just, yeah, if you're interested, Google me, because I make sure that all of it can be found. You could have a tagline, couldn't you? You could have, uh, Chad Divine is divine. 
Chad Lewine is divine. We all are divine. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, well. yeah, it could be a tagline on, on YouTube. You can you go ahead and put that on for my post on the post for this one. You can you do that. Yeah, I will do that. I'll, I'll do that. I'll, I have his permission, people. So yes, you if, do. If, if, he, <laughs> if he went back and go, he can't say that about Chad. He said, no, Chad's okay about it. He doesn't mind. Yep. Yep. At the end of the day, we all are who we want to be, and I've got no problem who anybody is. I, you've got the right to be you, in my opinion. I love that. And Thank you. I try not to judge it because I. We, I've been judged, and I don't want to judge other people, and it's not right. If I don't like someone, it's nothing to do with whatever they are. I just don't like them. <laughs> Same. They're they're a blank blank. <laughs> yeah. Insert your word. <laughs> yeah, we, we say like, beep, 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 yeah. beep, 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 <laughs> Yep. Well, Chad, I'd like to thank you for giving up your time of day in the morning. Very nice of you. I do enjoy your picture in the background, which is a nice picture of some trees with an um, overshot, I think, of the light coming through. Yeah, yeah. There's an element of shade and dark in there somewhere. Yes, it's like the front is dark and then the back is light. Yeah, I like that one. Yeah. Is that one that you bought or did yourself? Oh, no, yeah, I bought that. I actually bought that. I bought that during COVID, and I thought it was a scam, and I got my money back, and then it showed up. <laughs> <laughs> typical. Yeah, typical. COVID's got a lot to blame. Take a lot of it, right? But thank you, Chad, for being on. A, on I hope that people will listen to this. Um, have you got a YouTube channel there, in case anybody wants to look you up on YouTube? Yeah, it's Chad Lewine. It's There's an old one called Archive Chad Lewine, but now with YouTube's usernames, it's just Chad, it's at Chad underscore Lewine. But if you just search Chad Lewine, I'll come up. Oh, yeah, so people can look you up on YouTube and subscribe, share, like, comment. And please look it up, Chad Divine. He's a nice chap. Well, we had a good conversation, I hope so. I hope he understood my accent a little bit, because I do speak a bit. And I was a bit late, and he... I did show the camera, but he, like he said, he couldn't see my face. But then it could have been an advantage. I'm not a pretty person. I'm quite ugly, but they are. Facial expressions are, are half a conversation. I know, I know, I know. It's, it, it's always amazed me that though we were mile, thousands of miles away and the time zones are weird and wonderful, like past, present and all that, it's almost like you're in the front room, isn't it? If you treat a conversation like... You're over there with a cup of coffee, and I'm over here with a cup of tea, and I got a, a crumpet, and you probably got a cookie or whatever. <laughs> a bagel. <laughs> a bagel. A croissant. A croissant. And, and we just have a nice chat about the world and everything in the universe. I love it. I'm I really am grateful for this opportunity just to talk because I have a lot to say, and I like having people that want have a lot to, to say as well and listen. Well, thank you for that, and um, I, ho- I wish you luck in your career, my friend. I'll, I'll keep an eye on you, and I'll contact you now and again to make sure how you're getting on. Please do. I'm around. I'm, I'm here. Right, as they say in England, but they don't really say in England, because you've never seen it in any film. Cheerio, chap. Cheerio. Cheerio. Thank you. Have a great right. one.